What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Captain's Corner podcast. As always, we are joined by Columbia football captains Michael Murphy and Josh Wainwright. Guys, thanks for coming back. Absolutely. And today we're joined by a couple special guests, so I'll let you guys do the honors once again. So here today we got uh, number seven safety, Ben Mathismeyer, and, uh, you know, yours truly, number 24, Ronald Smith. Uh, welcome, guys. How's it yeah, feel yeah, to be up here? Good. Appreciate it. Feels first good. Time Thanks kinda, for having me on. Of course. Yeah, first time kind of doing something like this, so excited. Yeah, you guys, you guys earned the right to be here. You had a couple of big games uh, on Saturday, so uh, without further ado, we'll take a quick look back and then we'll look ahead because there's no sense dwelling on, on losses for too long. But I thought the game was a little bit closer than the final score indicated. Uh, what positives can you take away from Saturday's game against Princeton? Yeah, I feel like um, – you know, I think the biggest thing is that we fought the whole game. There wasn't any point in the game where we felt like they had total control or they were going to win the game, especially going into the fourth quarter. Just a few plays that they made that we didn't and had a long drive in the fourth quarter that put them ahead. And, I mean, that happens. But, you know, we're not going to dwell on a loss. I think there are a lot of positives that we can take from it. And we'll move on to Central Connecticut State from here and the rest of the season, Ivy League play on. So, Ronald, what is it about playing at Princeton that gets you – going uh two years ago had you know set the program records for receiving yards and everything and another big game on saturday um so it's i don't think it's anything special about the stadium you know i think we have a great group of guys um and the just the way the game plan worked i was able to make some big plays and eventually that opened up the playbook for a lot of other people to make some big plays going into the second half as well you cleaned up a lot of areas on both sides of the ball on saturday uh, we talked about practice last week. What was the preparation like? Was it much more focused uh, going into last week's game? Yeah, much better week of practice last week. And uh, our scout team get a great, did a great job of preparing us. It's a really tough offense to prepare for. Um, and the guys really stepped up all week and gave us a great look. So, uh, you know, our defense was prepared going in, had a great game plan. And I thought we executed really well, especially in that first half. Uh, one thing was just the way we came out. I love the way we came out, starting off the, the uh, you know, the, the first drive with a pick. Um, ben coming across and, and picking one off for our first interception of the season. So a uh, great start, and I thought we kind of just built on that, and unfortunately we couldn't finish, um, but just a really good start, and I love the way the, that we all played, you know, basically, you know, up to, leading up to that fourth quarter. Yeah, Murph alluded to it. You know, scout team's been doing a great job all, all season of providing us, you know, great looks to prepare for the team we're about to play. So, you know, kudos to them, hats off to them. This is a great week of practice um, preparation for, you know, this, this really good Princeton team. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, fell short, couldn't get it done all the way. But, you know, like you said, a lot of positives to take away. Um, we came with a lot of energy, a lot of heart out there, a lot of passion. So that was really good to see, um, especially after, you know, the, the week prior loss to Georgetown. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of defenses are going to hold Princeton to 21 points. Mm -hmm. That might wind up being their season low. Talk about the confidence that can, that can give you moving forward. Um, I feel like, with especially like an offense like Princeton, going into the game, we didn't know. Well, I mean, we knew a gist of what to expect from them, but – how good offensively their coaches do with them. I mean, it was kind of up for, up for grabs what they were going to attack us with, passing or running game-wise. And so being a little, like, being prepared, obviously, for them, our coaches did a great job of that, but also, like, not exactly expecting or knowing what they're going to do come game time. So I think, I think it really does give us a sense of confidence going into the weeks ahead. Um, but every week's different, especially this upcoming week. We're facing our really the first dual-threat quarterback since I've been here. So... It'll be a test, a di different test defensively, but I think we're prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So, 
And they they uh they threw quite a few plays that they never showed on tape as well, mm-hmm. uh, quite a few wrinkles, and I thought we act, uh, we reacted well to them to, for the most part. Um, so that's a good sign as well, just to be able to think on the fly and be able to execute uh, against plays that you've never seen before. The last two weeks offensively, I feel like you guys have moved the ball pretty well. Um, what's the focus this week to try to get some more scores, in, especially in the red zone? Really the last two weeks, our red zone offense has been really the downfall of our offense. And so going into this week, we wanted to look forward and just one, stay ahead of the chains, especially when we get inside the 30-yard line, inside the 25-yard line. And second, uh, eliminate big penalties because in the red zone, all of your all of your mistakes that you make, um, they're that much more important because you don't have that much space to work with. Um, so making sure that we uh, eliminate mental errors, physical errors, and stay ahead of the chains. Uh, those are our three main objectives going into this week. Yeah, we haven't uh, you know really started game planning, you know, gotten really into it yet. Um, but yeah, like like Ronald said, eliminating penalties, um, negative plays are another big one, especially in the red zone. You know, like you said, they're they're amplified once you get into that 20, 30 yard range. Um, so just making the most of our opportunities when we get down there, because uh, you know every time we get down there, we want to come away with six points. So that's really the goal. That's really the objective. Kind of going off beat, I think it's kind of special to have both Josh and Ronald here today because it's tough to think about right now with six games left and everything. But it's pretty safe to say your both of your names are going to be linked for a long time in Columbia football history. So talk a little bit about what it's been like working together and what, what that relationship's like for you guys. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, Ron's a big-time playmaker. You know, he has several games over 200 yards, a lot of games over 100 yards, you know, as many TDs as, as you can count. Um, so having some guy like that opposite you or, you know, sometimes on the same side of the field mm-hmm. um, can really throw defenses off in, in a way that, you know, it's hard to prepare for. Um, so just any time you have – if a playmaker like Ron like that, and then, you know, we're blessed enough to have a, a bunch of playmakers on this team, it really helps our offense out and, you know, it really helps us to get, uh, you know, big plays to get going and then, you know, establish uh, good drives. So, you know, having a guy like Ron, you know, it's all you can ask for, opposite a receiver. So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun um, being having two wide receivers who both have uh, Columbia football records and, like, the entire 100-plus history of Columbia football. And it's a lot of fun to – play with somebody like Josh every week and know that on the opposite side, um, if I'm drawing a lot of attention, he has the ability to make plays, and that will draw attention away from me, and really we'll be able to keep uh, opposing defenses up at night that way um, and keep the ball moving throughout the throughout each game. It's like a pick your poison kind of, you know, if you want to take one away, the other one's going to be there, and it's, you know, probably nice to have you both of you guys healthy this season and, and playing through these first three games. Now looking ahead to, to Central Connecticut State this weekend, uh, what I've seen so far is they're really aggressive on defense. They're going to come into the game with 11 interceptions and three defensive touchdowns on the year. So taking care of the ball is going to be a priority every week, but how much more of an emphasis are you guys going to have on it going into this weekend? Well, like you said, anytime you have a defense that, you know, flies to the ball like they do, and uh, you mentioned their defensive touchdowns and, you know, their takeaways, um, you know, that's a big uh, plus for them. So that's going to be something we're going to have to be mindful of going into this week. And, something we're going to have to prepare for, you know, keeping the ball locked up, iron cross, um, and then, you know, just making good reads and, and doing our assignments on every play uh, from an offensive perspective. So uh, definitely, you know, don't want to give them the opportunity to take the ball away from us. But, you know, I think I think we're going to put together a good game plan, and I think we're going to come out firing. Um, you know, we have a, we have a, a lot to go um, as far as potential goes and, and really reaching that and reaching our ceiling. So, um, you know, that's always a good thing, and I think something we can look forward to, especially this week going into CCSU. Playing against aggressive defenses in the past, is there something that's a common thread with them that you try to attack, or is it each opponent kind of different? 
Um, I think when playing aggressive defenses, the the main takeaway is just you know protect the ball, limit the amount of turnovers you get, and don't let um any mistakes compound because that's when you know you get aggressive defenses. They really can take over a game is when you let mistakes compound on top of each other. So if we have a mistake, we just got to take a deep breath, relax, reset, and come out and execute uh, how we know we can. And on the offensive side, the Blue Devils have a very strong running game. They're averaging over eight yards per rushing attempt, but that's also been a strength of our defense. So uh, it's kind of against strength against strength. So what goes into winning that battle on the defensive side? Just being more physical than they are is, is what that really comes down to. When you, you want to stop the run game, I mean, that's just really, you know, who wants it more? Um, and we take pride in that. We take p pride in stopping the run so that they have to, they have to pass. They have to throw the ball. Um, our first priority, um, especially as a linebacker unit, is to be able to stop that run, limit them to, you know, a certain amount of, of yards and whatnot. I thought we did a good job versus Princeton, uh, who had a, who had a few very good running backs, and I think we can carry that over to CCSU. Yeah, I feel like another big factor in that is taking good angles, especially with a quarterback that can run like Central Connecticut State's. So, you know, being physical, taking the right angles, and we'll execute come Saturday. And I'm really confident in our run defense, especially of what we've shown in the past three games. And then in the air, um, they're turning most of their receivers. Um, they're quick, they're athletic. Um, just continue to do what we do and build on the past three weeks, and we'll, we'll be just fine defensively. What are some things that stick out about the game last year that you're going to try to use to your advantage this weekend? I know that, you know, it, that game kind of got away from them. Um, last year, and we ended up kind of blowing them out, really. Um, but it, they're a different team, uh, and you can't really overlook that. I mean, they're four and one right now. They've played Eastern Michigan really tight to the wire, and uh, you know, just a really good team with with a lot of threats on offense. So uh, you can't really look back at the, at the game and and think, oh, well, we blew them out last year. That's going to be the same case. They're a very good team, uh, and we while we will watch the film from last year, um, we know that they're they're a different team than they are than they were last year. So uh, just got to be as prepared as possible going into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think Central Connecticut State as a whole, they're just a really athletic team and unit offensively and defensively. Um, and, you know, s still at the same time, as long as we prepare and go into the game with the right mentality. Um, home game also, which is to our benefit, um, not having to travel all the way to Connecticut, but just continue to do, to do what we do week in and week out, and we'll just be just fine come Saturday. Yeah, I, I really think that last year's game, um, the score didn't give away how good of a team they actually were. They had three possessions inside of their own 15-yard 15, 15 line, which mm -hmm. gave us, I think, 17 or 21 points, which really kind of made the game seem a lot more lopsided than what it actually was. Um, but they are a very good team. Um, you know, their their defense, like you said, very aggressive. They have a great run game. So although, yes, that happened last year, we're moving on to this year um, and look forward to facing a very good uh, Central Connecticut State team. We talked about how the play had proved uh, from Georgetown into Princeton. How important is it to get over that next hump and get back into the win column? I mean, it's yeah. kind of goes without saying, but I want to hear from yeah. you guys and, and what your mindset is going into the weekend. I know we're hungry for a win and especially hungry for a, a home win, um, for sure, to, to bring that to our fans and, and to be able to play well at home. It was a disappointing last home game. So um, definitely just just hungry and looking forward to that, that home win and just to go 2-2. Two and two just win the week we want to go one and oh each and every week and uh and that's our goal right now yeah um obviously a win is uh, a point in the right column so you know every week you're trying to get that dub um especially moving forward you know we have one ivy loss but the season's far from over 
Um, you never know what could happen. Um, you know, teams lose, teams win. So we got to approach every week as if, you know, it's make or break. And like Murph said, going 1-0 every week is, is, is something we're really trying to accomplish uh, moving forward. And just focusing on the team that we got uh, this upcoming Saturday and, you know, making the most of our opportunities. So defensively, uh, a couple injuries took place on Saturday. Mm -hmm. A couple guys did have, have good games stepping into their roles. How important is that to show off the team's depth uh, moving forward? Yeah, huge for the young guys on Saturday. Um, we had a couple guys go down, Cam and, and Justin and uh, Scott Valentes. John Harris really stepped up to the spot uh, and made a, and we're all over the field really making plays. Uh, you know, it's a big you know it's a big first game for those guys. Really, you, you put, you're playing the, the defending champions uh, at their home. You know, high stakes situation, and they came in and executed really well. Um, it's just great to show off our depth, um, and we've been saying that all along is that we've got depth pretty much at every position, um, and I think we finally kind of put that on display. Um, so while we did lose a couple of big time players, um, I think we have guys stepping up and filling that role, and that's just through preparation all off season, taking the job seriously, uh, and being ready to go when your number's called. Yeah, even in the defensive back unit, I think freshman Brian Bell Anderson's had a really, really good year thus far, rotating in corners, and then at the other safety spot too, Hunter Lunsford and Jordan Colbert both splitting time. I think it's been something that's, you know, really worked for us, and we're looking forward to continue to see the growth of, you know, especially in the defensive back unit. So. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this podcast, the guests aren't, we're not turning into Sports Illustrated and becoming a jinx, so take care of yourselves on there on Saturday, guys. <laughs> so that'll do it for this week's episode. Once again, Columbia takes on Central Connecticut State this Saturday, October 12th at 1 p.m., Robert K. Craftfield at Queen Stadium. You can get your tickets, as always, by visiting www.gocolumbialines.com slash tickets or calling 888-LIONS-11. Fans that can't make the game can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. It's a subscription-based service that you can purchase for $4.99 monthly and $49.99 annually. Visit www.espnplus.com today and sign up. Guys, good luck this weekend. Thanks, Thanks as Mike. always, for joining us. Appreciate it. Appreciate Thank you. Having you. Talk Saturday. to you next week. Yeah. Uh, real quick, got to give a shout-out to my guy Landon Beatty. He was begging me for it. So shout-out, Landon. <laughs> Miss you, man. Landon, thanks for listening, man. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon.